This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and your accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also is sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use and um, is great. You know, if you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socratic Gamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out. Build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast. Right, Vish? Yep start a start a podcast and uh get your ideas out there all right enjoy the episode i don't know about you on your side um but how was the snow where it hit you uh i think it was a lot i don't know i'm, I'm looking at it from up above so yeah it was the whole area like um swamped or yeah yeah, yeah. it was already yeah i think been clearing out so oh okay okay yeah i was i was outside just now and Usually when we get these like snow warnings, remember like the last one, like, oh, like the snow bomb, whatever. And I was like, ah, I'm just not going to believe these anymore. And then I was getting these warnings about yesterday's one. And then it actually hit like at night. It was like, oh, it's not that bad. But then waking up this morning, like everything is trashed, like so much snow. Like I sent you the video that the tree fell. Mm-hmm. Like, man, it's pretty gnarly. But I was wondering if maybe it's like, I don't know, like our area specific because you're in a different like you're a little more north. It was a pretty no. big area, I think. So. Oh, okay. Where the snow hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as like last year's one though. Which remember that one oh, yeah. where it's like everyone had to like you couldn't even get your car out of the the bottom mm-hmm. of the garage. You know, like post that, like after that snowstorm, I saw them like installing the heated um heated like driveway thing yeah. like going to the bottom so i'm like oh that's like a much more smarter innovation because i guess last time like it just didn't happen that's why you can leave yeah yeah I, I think they always had that maybe it just wasn't working properly or i don't know oh that's oh, that's why they had to like re <laughs> redo it yeah crazy yeah it's funny i was like when i was going outside i was like we would have just relocated you know what I mean? Like, as a migrating species, if this thing started to get, like, really wild, you just, like, pack up your stuff. Like, uh, indigenous people, right? Pack up your tents and then, like, let's move to a different area. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I, I feel like we wouldn't have stayed so long. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Because, like, the indigenous people are here for a while. Yeah. That's well, it's, it's more about bunkering down. They're probably just, like, you can stay in the area, but they've, like, got food reserves and things like that. Especially True. during winter. How, how do you think, though, they would have, like, prepped for that? You know, we have, like, weather warnings now. I think, uh, yeah. I think, I think in just general, they'll probably, because it's the winter oh, like, season, for, uh, it's already winter saying, season. Yeah. yeah. You're expecting these things to happen. Yeah. That's interesting. There's such, like, a lost knowledge because we've, we've, like, essentially exterminated the indigenous, right? But, like, how did they survive in this way for so long mm-hmm. you know and, and like thrive i mean obviously there was like inter-tribe killing and stuff but 
but like just the fact that you actually survived in this kind of climate for so long is like i mean like if you look at where wow. the where a lot of still the native population is they're still in the north right oh yeah true yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where there is also a lot of snow mm-hmm. as well yeah times it's so funny like thinking about the olden times to now because we have so much technology that it's almost like incomprehensible to live in it like for example maps yep. you know like physical maps mm-hmm. and then thinking back to how people would just like read those maps back then like if you were driving to florida because i remember driving to florida and then my parents just bought like a giant map and then they were like mapping it out through yeah. the way or you know and then do you remember when like uh, map quest came out yeah, 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 I mean, you yeah. print out the list of directions, so then you'd like yeah. be reading the directions <laughs> as you're going. You're like, okay, wait, do we hit this yet? You know, right? But now it's like so much easier, and and like that's like a lost skill. Like I didn't even know, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, this is north of the river, or, like south mm-hmm. of the river. You're like, what are you talking about? How do you even know your like geolocation from this? Right. They had to know it. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, there's, I, there's, I think like, I think yeah. the other thing is like. Um, like if we're traveling by sea, like those people that came here back in Absolutely those times, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's like, all based on you... the stars, right? <laughs> and, and like, like looking how... at the sun, right? That, that like the sun setting and rising that that you know is east and west. But like when you're at night, you have to look at the stars or like it's like a lost art, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure like they still kind of pass down that tradition, but like from the level of like where where it was just like boats like christopher columbus that time you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that is true like you're you have no tech you're just using like a a, compass type of thing but yeah i know what you're talking about yeah it's like the the protractor not protractor but like the you know what i mean like remember that math class it was like the the compass it was a compass yeah yeah it was a compass and then yeah i think it was called a compass yeah and then you're doing the the, the triangle Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, I feel like we just don't do that anymore. It's sort of like um, we don't do cursive writing anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's like different you know, types of maps. I don't know if we talked about this before, but like, there's different types of maps too because it's like if the world the world is round, so you have to make a flat map, but it's not right. A flat map is not accurate to right, 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 right. Where yeah, you're yeah. supposed to be going, so you have to know your angles and stuff like that. Yeah, that's great. Like the mathematics involved, and like you were just able, to, like, like just to be able to calculate that. And put your faith in that mm-hmm. is so crazy. You know what I mean? Like you have like a map guy and like their whole project or like their whole job on the boat was to just make sure you got to where you're going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a map reader, right? So it's- yeah, right. And, and that's like so much trust in that because you're like, we'd be lost. If that guy got killed or something, oh man, mm, game over. Right, right, right. But isn't that how like Christopher, was it Christopher Columbus who came to Canada and he's like, these are, he thought he was in India? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So, like, you yeah. can get it wrong, I guess. Well, they were trying a different route. So, it, because mm, yep. it would, the other way it would have been like going down around Africa, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, true. So, he wanted to see if there's a different route to get there. So, that's when he found um, North America. North America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, still. Like that was just error. Like, see what I mean? Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. the difference in math is like, oh, you just push this in the wrong direction. So we I don't know if it was. Now, you know? yeah, I'm just. I, I like. I would have to read into that. Like, is is that just like the normal saying that? Oh, he was looking for India and he found 
you oh, you don't mean? think he was actually looking for India? No, or no, no, I'm saying like maybe he was he was finding a way, another way to get to India, but uh, in that process, he found somebody like found um, North America and then called him, just called him Indians. Oh, wasn't it? I, I thought it was like accidental. Like he thought he was in India. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's an actual true story or not. Oh, you think we just like made that up? <laughs> yeah, man, history is crazy. It's like it depends on who you read from. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, has he been to w- India before? Did he know about it? So, like, then if he was coming here and he's like, I mean, you you would know that there are different type of people, right? right for sure, for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, where are all the spices, bro? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true, actually. Unless, his, unless he way. was, yeah, unless he was never been to India before. Then I can understand that as being an error. But, like, w- wouldn't somebody have given him, like, a description? They're like, yeah, you're gonna see these types of people, Probably, and you're gonna yeah. see right. developments or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's funny, it's like, who wrote it? Because if you look at the old textbooks, right, they never talked about the indigenous culture before. We thought this land was not claimed. And then mm-hmm. only recently, you know, you're like, oh, actually, it was claimed. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, th- this makes me think of so many things. Like, I'll just bring COVID as a good example, but... Um, more recently, research has found that the getting COVID is equal to getting a shot, right? But they were saying that before during the COVID time, mm-hmm. but that was considered like, um, like conspiracy, right? Like, oh, you just don't want to get vaxxed, right? So you're gonna you're gonna say that it's equal, you know? But the scientists were saying that, and it's almost like. It's almost like we almost have the truth out there because the indigenous knew the whole time when they're reading the textbook, they're like, this isn't the true history. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then we're all being indoctrinated that this is the history. And then only now, like the truth has caught up to general awareness. Right. But is it like that all the time is what I'm thinking. So like people, people know about these truths, right? And it's not until later when it's widely accepted Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, all right, another example is like um, yoga. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So like uh, Carl Jung was talking about this for a while, like the different dimensions of self. and um, But these are like Eastern yogic principles. And only now, through like contemporary science, they're starting to take this more seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, we've been talking about this for a while. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, is the truth out there? We just haven't collectively caught up. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think it depends on how you where we like put the standard of truth in right so we're looking at from a science perspective if it hasn't been researched enough to prove that right the, the truth may be there oh uh, yeah, yeah but you need saying. you need to have evidence to kind of prove it but someone has to be so, looking into it right so then what do we call like collective understanding then you know what i mean like you can't really call that yeah but like like for instance even with yoga it's like there there's truth to that but we don't know if all the aspects of it is true Right, there could be other for things, sure, but that's, sure. that's yep. what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like, then if science starts looking into it or whoever the scientists are, and it's like, okay, these things are the actual, like, factual things, and these are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Right? I know. I totally get what you're saying, but, but like, what does that mean about, like, what we, what I'm really getting at here is like, can you look at the world and really know what the world is? Or is it still just a half truth because the world's always moving forward and there's all these like little pockets? Yeah, of you truth can't know you everything. Have to go around, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you yeah. have to go around continuously searching outside of, um, like textbook understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, textbook understanding is 
only based on what we studied, right? If there's things that we haven't looked at and there are other cultures that are doing it, um, that may be true, but we just don't have it in just the normal, um, Mm. normal thinking. Yeah. Did did I talk to you about, um, this, like the camping industry and it being like predominantly white camping? No. Okay. So, okay. All right. Cause they always at this, uh, Oh, you wouldn't have, we wouldn't have talked about this on this podcast because I learned about it last week and we did the podcast earlier. Okay. So basically there's this, there's this perception that the camping industry is, or like the outdoor industry is like predominantly white. Yeah. Right. And it's like, okay, that's fair, you know? And then I was at this thing and I was like talking to people and then I was listening to the way they were discussing things and I was like, oh, you guys know something I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I asked them, like, how do you know, how do you guys have a shared understanding? They're both white. And they're like, well, yeah, we grew up with this. And I was like, what do you mean? And then they're like, at, at age six, we did this thing. We joined camps. 16, we became leaders. And then 18, we became instructors, right? So I was like, okay, we don't do that in our culture, right? Like, you and I, right? And then they were like, yeah, and then... Well, I've been to, what do you mean, like camps? No, 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 hold on. Let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. Let me finish. Well, this camp so, <laughs> no, 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 totally, totally. Uh, let me finish. Uh, so then they're like, yeah, that's like the, the path, right? And then not only do your kids do it, but the kids' mm-hmm. parents did it. Mm-hmm. And the parents' parents did it. And then the parents' parents' parents did it. And we had this like intergenerational brand loyalty towards a specific camp. Right. Right. Okay. So, Right. So if you have like four generations, five generations, let's say that went to the same camp. Okay. And our parents are immigrants. So we have first generation, you and I here. Yeah, 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 yeah. How can we compete with five generations when we have one generation? Mm-hmm. I was like, it's not racist. It's just time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you went to camp, right? But it's like, did your parents go to camp? No. No, you were the first one. Yeah. Because how could they go? They're immigrants, right? right? right. They're like adults when they came. So, like, I wonder how many things are based off of natural time progression and how many things we're actually calling racist. Mm -hmm. Because then, so then, so then it came up like, oh, you know, like, like this outdoor industry is racist because, um, you know, like there's systemic barriers towards like access and like they don't have money and like, um, you know, they don't have knowledge to go, right? But I'm like, those are all symptoms, but I feel like the real cause is just time. They just haven't been here long enough. Because right. like when you're talking about money, when you come to the country, what's your first thought? I want to pay for food for my kids. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking like, let me go bring them to camp. Yeah, we don't have the luxury yet to do that. <laughs> right? But they have intergenerational wealth, right? Mm-hmm. So they have five generations of being like, okay, I'm going to save a little bit. Okay, I'm going to save a little bit. I'm going to say, oh, I have money to like now allow you to Right. To go to camp. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's really going on here. I think it's just immigration is like, like, I don't think things are like set up to be racist or mm-hmm. have systemic barriers. I think they're just natural progressions of time. And immigration is the one thing that threw a wrench in the whole system. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And only like, like it, immigration really has been like the, uh, the vast amount has been only happening very recently. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying too. So I'm looking at this whole like transition towards diversity. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And it's also like, not like they they don't happen. know. But also it's like they don't know about these cultures that what happened here. They're also coming back, coming from a different culture that do different types of things. 
Yeah. If you go to their culture and then you're like, oh, there's systemic racism for white people to enter the sushi industry. Dude, you just came. Mm -hmm. Like we have hundreds of generations making sushi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it's not a systemic barrier. It's well, it is a systemic barrier because of time, but it's not racist. No, no, no. It's not, it's not, it's, it's like, not done to be intentionally racist. That's yeah. what I mean. And I feel like the, I, the whole idea of like systemic barrier, I think it has like a negative connotation towards it. You know what I'm saying? Cause mm -hmm. it's like, it's not, I'm not trying to exclude you. You just don't do these things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's also, it's sort of like the, um, we're talking about like women's pay, right? Like, I don't know if it is actually, if you look at two comparable jobs, who makes higher, but like engineering jobs we talked about, it's like, they don't go in those streams. Like they can, if they want to, but if you look at the actual pool of them, you know, you have like one to a hundred. So you're like, how can yeah. we make it even? Or like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like well, yeah, if you're, yeah, if you have yeah. the same jobs, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like one is higher just because of you know, your sex, it's like, okay, that's obvious. But if we do like an aggregate total. Yeah, exactly. Thing, yeah, generally, like, that's what they're looking at, right? When they say the pay gap is based on the aggregate total, right? So yeah, so it's like, but you're it's like, we don't yeah. have enough of a pool to calculate from. Mm -hmm. But if you go like individual, no one's everything's equal pay. Yeah. With equal so, experience. Yeah. So where's the issue here? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, I feel like it's only until they're like, no, we're actually going to try and stop these people. And then it's like, okay, that's, that's like racist. That's actual like a racist yeah. act. Yeah. You know, but I feel like these things are just natural. Like, for example, when my dad first came here, he keeps telling me the story, but um, he worked in the hotel, right? And the cook was like, oh, I hate you immigrants for coming over to take our jobs. Right? Mm -hmm. that, was the, that was the mentality at the time. Look at the mentality now. Oh, diversity and inclusion. Yeah. But, no, like, no, but another thing is like, no, that's true, but also no, nobody understands like, why we need immigrants, first of all. <laughs> like economically. Mm. Okay, what, why? Like, what, what's your rationale well, for it? Well, it's, it's this. When people have a better living standard, they don't have as many kids. So in order to uh, like... For instance, like for us to retire, right, we need to have enough fl money flow taxes going into the government to allow us to do that. Okay, yeah. So since we don't have enough kids to replace the amount of people that are going or retiring or whatever. It's, how does the government make its money except for taxes? Yeah. 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 So which is bringing in immigrants to make our population. Oh, that makes sense. Like if you look at Japan, Japan or even Korea, I think someone they saw like recently like their lowest birth rate. But there isn't many people going to Korea, immigrants. So they have a right. problem with population and enough money to pay the current people who will end up retiring later. Right, 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 right. That's why we need to bring in more people to speed up the, um, the collection of taxes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people want to come here, which is, the better, which is better for us. Right? Yeah. While like in Korea, they're dealing with they don't know what's going to happen in the night. Like they won't have enough people to work. No labor shortage. It'll affect their economy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So people don't know about that, and then then they they think that they're just taking mm. jobs when no, nobody was taking those jobs because there's nobody here. Totally. Totally. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And it's like 
what are the first jobs that they're going to be taking except for like fast food jobs or something, something easy to get in. So it's like, what do you mean we're taking our jobs? But okay, wait, hold on. To go back to that, because I was like, okay, if I leave that idea of you're taking our jobs, then it's like, oh, no, you actually proved the point because it's like they don't want us to come in. Mm -hmm. um, like remember before, it's like, oh, you're coming and take our jobs and then now it's all about diversity and inclusion. Right. Um, I wonder, like the way I'm seeing it is it will naturally become diverse simply because of immigration. Mm -hmm. So sure before, like how can you perpetuate racism if more people are going to come like what are no here this is the real argument how are you championing diversity and inclusion if if it's inevitable if it is an inevitability mm -hmm. right, right 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 as more people come in mm -hmm. they're going to become your workforce yeah and that workforce is going to naturally become diverse right because because like they're they are like yeah, yeah, from yeah, different yeah, parts yeah, of the world no, exactly. so it's like yeah, yeah. it's I mean, kind of like, obvious if, if we were racist we wouldn't be getting any immigrants like yeah it's totally 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 so so is the idea of like diversity inclusion kind of like a losing battle um, not, 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 wait hold on not a losing battle it's a pointless battle because mm -hmm. it's going to happen anyways. i think it's going to happen anyways but i feel like they're going to take credit for it to happen that's yeah that's what i'm thinking too it's like well see without the that all right that's funny you say that's funny you say are they going to take credit for it because that's that was the argument it's like well because i was talking to somebody about this and they're like without our efforts we might not have gotten there <laughs> and i'm like but if you just look at the natural progression of time mm -hmm. you're gonna replace one workforce for another workforce yeah why would you keep having images of white people in your ads if 90% of you, like you can't even find white people anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's naturally going to shift. Yeah, it's, it's always going to shift. I think you wouldn't, like if majority of the population ends up becoming like, you know, mixed race or whatever, like if you're, you're going to target to those specific audiences, right? You're not going yeah. to be only doing white people as ads, for instance. Yeah, like, because there's more. So, so um, I was at Scarborough Town yesterday and I was like, wow, there's a lot of Asian shops here. Mm -hmm. And then your brother was like, well, yeah, there's a lot of Asian people here. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because I remember <laughs> when we were kids, yeah. it was not like this at no. all. Yeah. You know, but it's like, no, they're moving in. The market has to adapt to the of new. Of course. Like, that's how that works. Exactly. Right. That's, that's and, capitalism. <laughs> and capitalism is naturally going to create diversity. Exactly. Like a global, well, global capitalism. Because we need um, globalization. Yeah, if there yeah, was no yeah, globalization, yeah. then all right, no, they'll we'll have like silos. Sure, sure. But because new people are coming in and we need to compete, we're going to need to show. We're need going to need to sell you the things that you need, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that that's going to fix the problem. I just, it's just like, why are we arguing over something that's an inevitability? That's mm -hmm. my question. Yeah. I feel like we're in the growing pains of it. Right. Like, sure, yeah, okay, it seems bad right now, but twenty years from now, it's not going to be an issue. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just see a lot of people yelling about something that I feel like they don't fully understand. You know, like if you just look at history, that's it. You just have to look at history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. True. And my second wonder is if more and more people keep coming to Canada 
Will Canada become a specific type of race? Okay, let, let me explain. Let me explain. Um, I was at, um, so Tara's mixed, right? And wherever we go, they always think she's that thing. We were in Egypt. They thought that she was Egyptian. We went to the Philippines. She, they thought she was Filipino. Mm-hmm. Wait, did I say Filipino or Egypt? You said both. Right, we went to, all right. Okay, cool. So we went to the Philippines. She thought she was Filipino. They thought she was Filipino. Then yesterday in Canada, we went to the Iranian Plaza because I love this dessert shop now. And the girl said something to her. <laughs> and then she's like, what? And then he's like, oh, you're not Iranian? Like, no, I'm, I get that though. So I'm wondering, is that what race is? Just an intermingling? And then you're in that area. You create your own lexicon. Right. So maybe in the Persian time, there was a dark-skinned person, a light-skinned person. And then they just kept intermingling and they became like milk chocolatey, you know? <laughs> and then they're like, well, nobody's around. Let's just create our own verbiage. So they created, you know, Iranian language. Right. So is that what's going on? And then a hundred years from now, so much mixing of the cultures, we're going to have a specific type of Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Or, right? Yeah. It's, so like, it's like, it like, yeah, exactly. Like even like, like like when we look at DNA, it's like European DNA has a mix of Neanderthal. Yeah, right. The mix and happened. It's like, <laughs> the mix happened. So like yeah, like if you look at uh twenty twenty three me or whatever, and you look at your like DNA strands. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking about, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so and then people who are like white, like I have a piece of African in me, you know, like two percent African. Mm-hmm. But but like if you look at it like that, it's like what is a culture except an agreed upon style mm-hmm. within an area yeah you know even going so far as this um i was watching drake's interview drake like the rapper and he was saying that i want to meet the first toronto man because he created a slang like a way of speaking mm-hmm. that has become a meme and we all speak like this okay so, you know what i mean like um like you, you know things like cheese yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's toronto man's oh really okay right it's they're <laughs> memes they're memes yeah, yeah yeah yeah. but we actually say that like wob says that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's but that's a toronto specific accent we thought it was just like a oh, slang right but he was saying that when he goes to different parts of the world they're like oh you have an accent to drink mm. and he's like yeah, it's a toronto accent right we we don't even say toronto we say toronto yeah 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 that's another thing. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people around the world, they know this. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, you're going to see it, especially when you're... Because uh, here, you're just meeting people from Toronto. So it's like, it's going to be the... We're all going to speak the same, right? Only when but, you meet different so, people. Yeah. So that's what I'm wondering. So if we keep intermingling, is there going to be like a specific Toronto culture in the future? It's like, oh, you look at them, you're like... You look at the way they look, you look at the way they speak, you're like, oh, I'm from Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like, oh, you're, you're Guyanese. Yeah. Guyanese people also have the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's, um, like there's like Chinese Guyanese, Indian Guyanese. But when you hear them speak, you're like, yeah. you guys sound the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And it would trip me out when I was a kid because I knew like we knew the Chinese Guyanese dude. Mm-hmm. And when he would speak, it was like, but you look Chinese, bro. But you sound <laughs> but, Chinese. Exactly. I'm so yeah, confused. Yeah. It's a cultural thing. I've seen like a Chinese Jamaican. Right? It, that's <laughs> another one, right? So you're like, 
Actually, I was at the airport and there was a white Jamaican. It was like a white lady mm-hmm. and she was talking to these like Jamaican dudes. And it was like, I was like, oh yeah, you're a straight Jamaican, bro. <laughs> you're not, you're not even faking this. Like you're the way I'm hearing this. Right. Like, well, they were flying to Jamaica. So the, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's just funny because it's like that historically is how cultures get created intermingling. And then you're just in this area, so you all start talking the same. Boston accents, another example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Well, all within America, mm-hmm. you hear Texas accent. Yep. You know, but is this what race is? A collection of characteristics given a certain mm-hmm. geographic location. Yeah. And then if it, if it's really just that, why are you getting so hung up on race? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. basic. Right. It's like. Systemic racism is just a part of time. Mm-hmm. It's like you've just been in this location longer. And then actual race is just a collection of attributes right. within a geographic location. Mm-hmm. Like if you say it like that, you're almost dumb for being racist. You know what I mean? You're like, wait, what? That's just where they're from, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so true. all that to say, right, it makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you put it like that. If you put it historically, scientifically, like logically to somebody working in the DEI space, does it kind of just cancel out their arguments? It's like, yeah, I get it. Like, yeah, you want to like equality and stuff. But at the same time, it's like, is this an inevitability? Mm -hmm. Are we fighting a battle that would have just taken place anyways? Right. I don't know. I think so. I think the mix is always going to happen. Yeah. So why are we fighting? That's that's inevitable. Yeah. The, the The only reason why I'm saying this because I work in the space, so I want to like, um, I want to at least give uh, like support to it, <laughs> just because I'm like in that space. It's like, it's how do I best say this? I just don't want us to create enemies, yep. and I feel like mm-hmm. these initiatives are creating more in-group, out-group exclusions. You know, like, you got to be more diverse. It's like, how do I do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're making people feel actually bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About like, like mm-hmm. if you tell someone like, man, you have to be more culturally aware. You have to be more, you know, less insensitive to other, other like people, mm-hmm. other races. But it's like, but I don't hang out with those races. So what am I going to do? Google this all day? Right. Like, I feel like if you're in Toronto and then you're putting the DEI initiative, it's... Is that makes sense? Because it's like, yeah, we're we're all sharing the space. There's a lot of us. But if you're in like rural nowhere and you're just like talking about DI initiatives, it's like, bro, they're all white. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and you'll who see, are you talking to? Right, 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 right. You'll see it like in even like like the politicians that you vote for. Even that changes, right? Not everyone's mm. white. If you look at like specific areas, right? More if mm. it, the area specific, more Asian, you're gonna have a end up. We'll have it like, like an Asian politician there. We have a Korean, um, um, what do you call it? Not Ca- a mayor, counselor or something. Yeah. Counselor, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, so that's how that works. <laughs> and, and even, you know, when they're like, they say things like, oh, um, you know, most politicians are white. Fair. But just give it time, bro. This counselor over here, maybe in 20 years, she'll become prime minister one mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel, I really feel like it's just a time thing. But it I, is a time this, thing, yeah. I mean, but it but, takes time. It, it's not like a overnight thing. It it does a thing. For sure. Yeah. 
patience. But, but just, is, is what just to be see. fair, though, just to be fair, this only works for people of color because I feel like indigenous people have a totally different battle, you know, and I'd say black people also have a totally different battle. I'm talking about like people of color in general, like immigrants and like racism from that lens. I can't really speak to like indigenous because like you're like indigenous people literally got the rug pulled out of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This doesn't apply. This whole like, like I'm, I can get down with like supporting indigenous rights mm-hmm. because like, yeah, you kind of, you kind of, well, like, they're from here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. True. Yeah. But I don't think you need to be championing me because mm-hmm. I, I also don't care. Well, one, I don't care. And also it's like my parents came here to become Canadian. So we're going to do as Canadians do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to like rock the boat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And, and pockets too of this actually also answers another thing of like pockets within um, Toronto mm-hmm. because you know, you have like a, like Brampton, yeah, yeah. primarily like Indian. And then you have like where, where I am right now is like Korea. And then Scarborough's like Filipino black, you know what I'm saying? Like these yeah. pockets. Right. And that's only because when you come to a new country, you're going to look for people like you because you need support systems. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if you land from India, you're like, we're all the Indian people. Oh, they're over there? All right, cool. I'm going to go over there. Yeah. And then you naturally create these vacuums over time. But that is a natural tendency of the beginning stages of diversity. Because mm-hmm. over time, the first generation, second generation, third generation is like, why am I in Brampton? I'm going to live here. And then they're going to meet like a, like a freaking West Indian girl or a Chinese girl or a Filipino girl, you know? And then they're going to move to this other area and then that other area is going to get mixed you know what i mean it's like at first it looks like we have pockets but then i feel like over time it's going to slowly like integrate as one thing right do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. i hope that's the case oh why why do you think it wouldn't be the case well i don't that's what i'm saying like i don't know if pockets uh, well, no, I, no, those the, those pockets will still stay because it's like, yeah, you have businesses and your business business you yeah, pass yeah, down. Yeah, like, yeah. it'll stay there, but it's not like it's not like you're only in that area. Yeah, I think you'll I think still I think it's still inevitable. Yeah, 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 it's still the mix is still right? inevitable. Yeah, like I live in a Korean area, so it's like, but I'm Filipino. Who mm-hmm. cares? Like Guyanese, um, Portuguese. So it's like we're already starting to enter into these areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. It'll stay Korean because all the businesses started Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you'll start to see different cultures in this mm-hmm. area as well. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I've been blown away by that. Because I, I was really, like, I was being brainwashed. It's sort of like when, um, remember how I was super pro-vax in the beginning? Mm-hmm. Super pro-vax. I was like, if you don't do it, like, you just should just die. You should get the <laughs> vax or you die. Remember, I was so pro-vax. And then it's like, why are you so anti-vax now? I'm not anti-vax, but it's just like, do you, bro? Like, if you want it, go do it. But in the beginning, the marketing was, I'm protecting someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when it when you realize, like, oh, you're only protecting yourself. So it's like, okay, well, who cares then? Do whatever you want. To. You want to die, you want to die. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like the information, like, I had a come-to-Jesus moment with the vax. I had a come-to-Jesus moment 
come to Jesus moment with racism, systemic racism. I started to realize like, wait, it's really just time. Yeah. Like when I listened to those people talking about the camps, I was like, you know something I don't know, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then how did this happen? Oh, you've just been here longer. Right. It's like, why do we keep making enemies out of nothing? Is, that's my whole point, right? Because like, we're fighting the battle of diversity. You know, and you're like, I'm on board. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. we fully look at this problem? Because mm-hmm. now I'm kind of like, well, why it, are you fighting? Yeah, I wonder if it's like, the, it's a social media thing, right? You're just getting fed the bad news. So you just think that the world is bad news. For sure, but I also work in the industry of diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But what I'm, I'm saying I'm is like, by, yeah, oh. this is what they're surrounded by. If this is the news that they keep getting, this is how they're going to think too, right? Yeah, fair. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, who's looking outside? It's like this, right? It's like, it's like yeah. Yeah. the video, like, you have a million people. One or two people may get some racism towards them. Mm-hmm. But we have a million people. But the one or two is what's going to be on the news, which seems like that's happening to everybody. Yes, 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 yes. The loud minority. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. There's, I wonder too, on top of that, it's also like a fresh pair of eyes. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is like, there's this new craze in business called like design thinking. And what that is, is you don't look at the solution, you look at the question. Mm -hmm. So you're not like, you're not like, all right, so uh, let's say we're building a website, okay? You're not like, well, this is how websites, this is the solution. This is how you build a website. The new, the new craze is what do you need in a website? Right. What do you hope to accomplish? It's looking more at the question mm-hmm. than the actual solution. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the way I'm looking at it is, are we asking the right questions? Right. Is racism a real thing? Mm-hmm. Is time more of the barrier? Is this an inevitability? You know, right. these are questions I'm asking rather than being like, Historically, DEI, support DEI, mm-hmm. you know? But but again, this is relatively new, so maybe most people aren't looking at it like this. Yeah, it takes time. I think... You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a pendulum thing. There's, It's gone this way. It'll go the other way. Like, yeah, but I wonder if... I wonder if people will start to think more outside of the box rather than within the box. Because if you're just looking at the solution, you're looking historically within the box, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, what yeah. did we do before? We're just going to keep doing that. you know. But if you think outside the box, it's like, what else is out there? What are other solutions to this? What is our other potential problems to this? Mm-hmm. You know. And I don't know if... Or you know what? Maybe it's just Maslow's hierarchy. They're just like, if most people are on like the lowest level, they don't have time to think about these issues. You know what I mean? It's like, I just want a paycheck, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to solve this issue. I just want to get paid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Go hang out. Like, DI cool. Maybe I'm just the only one that's like looking at it like an actual thing I want to solve rather than just a paycheck I want to get. I think it depends on the field that you're in. But yeah, it's not everywhere. You mean like because of engineering? Yeah, no, like, no, just the DEI thing. Oh, for sure. No, no, but I would take this problem-solving perspective into everything. Like, No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what I'm saying is, like, I wonder how many people just look at things like a job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what what I'm really getting at. Okay. okay. You know? It's like, do you just want a paycheck out of this? Or do you really want to 
do something do meaningful. the change yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know whether it be like um you know if i was in the tech industry i'm like let's revolutionize make it simpler for other people whereas other people are like i'm just coding bro let me just code what you want me to code get that paycheck yeah like elon musk right he's like well we could have stayed on earth mm-hmm. but i see a huge problem let's go to mars yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. few and far between maybe <laughs> you like no, most people are just looking for the paycheck i think so is it like is I, it I, rude to ask? I, yeah. I think it's most people are looking for the paycheck, but you know, I don't think because there isn't really any real like problem with how you like like issues with the way we're living, right? You know what I mean? Like we're not if something was actually like Ooh, a, that's interesting. Okay, if there was an actual like issue, uh, but there are issues though, like like um like pollution is a huge issue no 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 i'm saying like like i'm in in the sense of racism thing right where it's like oh, okay yeah, like where people that. couldn't vote like black people in america couldn't vote that's why i'm like i can't talk about that no, no, no. what i'm saying is like, like the, whole, yeah. right right what i'm saying is like now uh that was something that you should be protesting or like trying to get if you want to make it equal yeah. right yeah at this point we're oh i see what you're saying i see what you're saying there's no obvious problem yeah like, of course, if um, if it was something like you can't vote because you're black, mm-hmm. that's an obvious problem. We should fight towards that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but there is no obvious problem, so maybe we're just all creating problems out of nothing to mm-hmm. give ourselves jobs. <laughs> you know, it's like it makes no sense. Right. That could actually be what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch a little Martin Luther King. You're like, oh, I have a dream. Yeah, we should all be equal. And then you look at it now, it's like, that's why we created immigration. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, we're not stopping you from coming in. Right, right, right. We're actually actively bringing people in, mm-hmm. you know? So that's actually solved. You don't need that anymore. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. It's funny, too, when you, like, we talk, in, we talk about it in terms like this, and then people are like, well, it's, the way you're looking is so simplistic. But it's more complex. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but... Every complex thing started as a simple thing, you know, like uh, black people can't vote. That's the root cause. And then you have all these other symptoms. Right. So I feel like when people are saying like, oh, it's more complex than that, they're looking at all the symptoms, trying to solve all the symptoms, but it's like, let's solve the root cause. Mm-hmm. Right. But the only reason why I'm thinking like this is because like naturopathic doctors, right? Like Tara's always like, what's the root cause of this problem like mm-hmm. you might have like xyz as your your complaint but those complaints are linked to one thing and if you just fix that one thing xyz will go away right you know and i feel like i feel like that's what i'm looking for here like what is the root thing we can solve and then xyz will go away mm-hmm. yeah yeah i went super deep i didn't think it was gonna go that far <laughs> All right, how long? How long? Are we, I gotta go to jiu-jitsu. The, it's um, been forty-two minutes. Okay, cool, cool. Because um, I do want to talk about other things here as well. Um, anything else about that before we move on? That wasn't even a topic. We were just going on stream of consciousness there. No. Anything? No? no, no. All right, cool. Um, my other question is this: Is stand-up? No, not stand-up comedy. Is comedy dead? Really think about this one. So I was trying to watch a comedy last night. Okay. Remember, like, um, Tropic Thunder? Yeah. 
so funny. We were crying with laughter during that movie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember like Simple Jack? We never go full. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just saw like clips of it recently. So funny. Yeah, I know. I saw it's it come so up good. again. It's so good. You know, Mensler is like he's like. Um, I don't apologize for anything. I'm like, yeah, it was the time, bro. It was hilarious. Like those things are so funny. Like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, but the uh, thing is, that movie was making fun of those tropes. Totally, because they're actor, sure. they're actors. They're playing as actors. It's yeah, making fun exactly. of the old tropes that were done. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And like how uh, RDJ was like getting uh, pigmentation surgery. <laughs> so, so funny. Okay. So I feel like so that's what I mean by comedy. So now my question is, is comedy dead? Because I was looking for a comedy last night and all the old ones were like, you know, like a dodgeball, like Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. um, Step Brothers, like all those funny wedding crashers. Yeah. We don't have any of those anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't have those like, we don't have those cultural hits that everyone remembers that were like oh that was a classic comedy right and i wonder if it's because we have so many people getting angry at comedy i think it's it's this is all the money game right it's a business thing do you want to have a lot of bad business like if you release something like this no for sure no totally so like i think it's it's just the time it's not the right time for these sort of things because you're just going to have too much backlash than to have to deal with all that PR stuff. But but that that's what I mean. So it's like, it's like, this actually kind of relates to the first topic about inclusion, but when we're so, like, we're trying not to hurt anyone's feelings, mm-hmm. but comedy is about pointing at exactly. things that are obvious yeah, and yeah, funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like the best one I've seen recently was uh, You People. Because it's talking about like racism in that in that aspect, like, but that was a tame comedy. Like watching it, I was like, okay, you're trying to deliver these like insightful pieces of like wisdom to us, right? But you don't want to make it too aggressive, mm-hmm. you know, because people might get really upset at you, right? And also, if you read the comments, people were getting upset at like the movie, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like are we just not in a place to laugh at ourselves? But being able to laugh at yourself is true security. Mm-hmm. No, like really think about that though. Yeah, yeah. If you can take a joke about yourself and be like, yeah, that's true. That's funny. I can see that's funny. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, you're so self-secure that you're like, okay, like what else you got? It's like bullying. Like, you know, like, like they say, um, like tough love. If you are, I mean, there's like a balance there, but if you get picked on by somebody you love, when it comes time to be picked on by somebody that doesn't like you, it's like, it's nothing. Okay, yeah, I've heard that before. Right, right. You know? It's mm-hmm. like snake venom. You slowly get used to it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're just so nice now that we, we can't, can't even laugh at ourselves anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't laugh. Right. And it's like, what does that do... Well, what does that mean for people? It just shows how like not resilient you are if you can't laugh at yourself. Mm-hmm. And because like, yeah. oh, somebody's words really hurt you. Do you remember that when we were kids, like sticks and stones make will Maybe break my bones, but yeah. words will never hurt me. Yeah. Words will never hurt, right? Yeah. So it's like, 
Those are just words, bro. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But like, that's what we grew up with, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> I th- Honestly, I'm really thinking about this one. We're talking about root causes here. I wonder if the people that got picked on, who didn't build that resilience, are like, I'll get you one day. <laughs> Maybe. I'll be so smart, and I'll get into office, and I'll start these initiatives to, like, stop bullying. Mm-hmm. But then but it's like... But then you're te- but, uh, true, but then they're bullying the people, or they're bullying the people that were doing it, right? So they're attacking them. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> so they're uh, doing revenge. With, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so weird now that we can't laugh at ourselves. We can't, like, it's, it's almost dangerous to say like, oh, I love Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, oh, I, I love listening to Joe Rogan. My mom's like, you know, oh, why do you like that racist guy? And you're like, <laughs> it's not really racist. It's just like you're just saying things that we're all think. Like Russell Peters, perfect one. Right. You know, he's just saying things. Remember I told you when I went to the Russell Peters thing, you saw all these people walking out mm-hmm. because they couldn't take it. It's like, but it's just words. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, mm-hmm. fair, because you can make the argument that like words create psychology and like psychology can affect you but i think it right. depends on where you're at right this is the context is this is a comedy show this is not a yeah you know what i mean it's not a racist show yeah, or yeah. something like that <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 no yeah totally 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 but even in the scenario being correct they still can't take it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 so it's like what what does that do for you like what what do you mean how do you it's almost like we want to build resilience without doing anything hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, no, really think about that one. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we want to build tough character, but we don't want to go through the grind of building tough characters. Mm-hmm. So losing in a soccer match, you learn a lot through loss, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But then if you give somebody like a, well, you participated. Here's your trophy. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. Yeah. I, then you're like, <laughs> what kind of message does that send to somebody? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, like what, does that make you less skilled in the future? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, okay, for example, for example, I would Oh, I don't know if I should give a direct example. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll give you a loose example. So, so the industry average for um, social media ads is a dollar seventy-two for for uh, click through. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so every time somebody clicks, on average, it'll cost you a dollar seventy-two. Okay, so I was able to create an ad that came in at 16 cents okay that's a crazy disparity a dollar to 16 cents that means every time somebody clicks it's 16 cents must mean my ad is really really good right right i got there by being like how do i make this better okay i suck at this let me get better how do i i'm gonna read okay what if what are the industry experts saying how can i tailor this right but that's because i accepted the previous loss Mm mm-hmm when I first started, it wasn't 16 cents. Like it was like $5 something. Like right, I just right, didn't right. know how to make ads, mm-hmm. but you learn from that. You're like, 
you suck, get better. You know? Yeah. yeah. But then if you give me a participation, like, you were trying. At least you were trying. It's like, okay, I don't need, I need to, I don't need to level up here. Right, 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 right. You know, but it was me, myself, internally being like, okay, you suck, get mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you take away the you suck part, then how can you get better? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what a, that's what a, that's what a loss is. When you lose, it's like, you suck, bro. Get better. But if you give somebody like a participation trophy, it's like, you suck, but it's okay. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's, uh, it's, well, the, the participant tra- participation trophy came from, I think it's like the parents, right? Being too, uh, they don't want to hurt their kids. It's being too soft with their kids. That's, that's the thing. But that's why I'm saying, you yeah. suck, get better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah I feel yeah. like this. Um, like, we need, we need the you suck. Because yeah, how yeah, can you yeah, get yeah. better without the you suck? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. You can't get better without um, failing. Like, but that's all part of the progress. I think that's, that's like an old slogan too, right? It's like, failing But we don't do that you, anymore. Yeah, failing just makes you but get better. But we don't do that anymore. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like, like, you're building unskilled people mm-hmm. through this process. Right, right. But the intention wasn't that, right? Again, it's like, these are the ramifications of those intentions. So maybe there'll be a rebuttal to it too. Like the other way around. Yeah, maybe, yeah. We don't know. I think... Okay, because they say like people who go to jujitsu uh, to and stick with it is a certain type of person. Mm-hmm. Because you're going there and you're getting tapped out like no tomorrow, right? So it had been a while since I had been tapped out. And then I was like, okay, maybe just everyone here is like not. Remember I was saying like, okay, I'm having an easier time with everyone. So then I was like, let me, let me go for bigger fish. So I started to go with people that are like 50, 60 pounds heavier than me. And they're, mm-hmm. tapping, oh, they're tapping me out like no tomorrow. And right. I'm like, yeah, because I don't know this part of the game. But I'm not running away from them anymore. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, now I know where my hole is. I'm going to those 50 to 60 pound heavier people. Right. And that's how you get better. Right. But, but if we were. Because you're seeing it in GDC too. That's why they have weight classes. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, you guys are an even playing field. Okay. You guys. Now, now we're going to see who's better. It's almost like a participation trophy. But if, if I'm like. I really want my skill to get good. I need to go towards the heavy difficulty. If I played in the weight class realm, like, yeah, that's why I was telling you I'm, I'm not getting tapped out, you know, because it's like, right. okay, I've, I've gotten good at my weight class, mm-hmm. but now it's like, let's get, let's get up there. You know, and that's why they say it takes a certain type of person because you need to be able to deal with you suck and get better, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right, right. and maybe that's why. That's why very few people pursue that activity or like, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm just, I'm very wary about this. We're all equal. Cause it's like, it's pretty evident we're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you mean by equal? Maybe we shouldn't, you know what? It, maybe it's a marketing issue. I think, it's yeah, not, I think so. I think what they mean is we all have equal, like, to get to that point, we're all equal, 
in a sense, like we all have, we should all have the same opportunity kind of thing. I, I, for sure. For totally. totally but we're not okay. going to be equal. <laughs> it's not. Okay. Here, I got this for you. What if we switch the name from equal equality to satisfactory? <laughs> it's, it, it's the exact same thing. You're right. just marketing it totally differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, we just need satisfactory requirements. We just need satisfactory ways of living. Then it's like, okay, yeah, that makes, that makes sense to me. Because mm -hmm. I want to be above satisfactory. Right. But if you just want to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, no, no, a doctor and a janitor are not equal. Mm-hmm. But we want equality. Mm -hmm. No, no, we can have satisfactory, but the doctors push it in that line. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think it's a marketing thing. You just chose the wrong word. Mm -hmm. You're you're saying equality, but what you really mean is satisfactory. Right. Or you disagree. Uh it depends on who's saying equal. Are they saying equal for the kids or are we saying equal for like adults? Because that's not gonna be. What do you mean like equal for adults? Yeah, that's not going to be a tr true statement, right? What do they mean no, by no, but, equal, right? No, but that's what I'm saying, like satisfactory. You, we all want basic human rights. That's okay. satisfactory. That's like, that's like, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a standard. Yeah, just a. But I don't, don't want to use standard. standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I don't want to use basic standards. It's too neutral. I want to go <laughs> a little, little dark with it. Right, right. That's what I was satisfactory. Yeah, yeah. Because it yeah. hits harder. It's like, if we say basic standard, yeah, man, I'm staying stay at the basic standard. Mm -hmm. I don't want to push myself. But if you give a little bit of a negative tone to it, it makes people want to rise to the occasion. You know, right. it's like, yeah, you'd be satisfactory. Sure. Like, Ooh. Mm, satisfactory. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus like, that's why we got grades, bro. Like, D is satisfactory. <laughs> like, A is you pushing the limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are we going to do? Get rid of grades now because of... Mm, it's going to be too... Uh, hurtful <laughs> to get a yeah, low grade <laughs> that that is my fear no no but actually that's my fear yeah right like how where do we draw the line yeah. for all of these things where do we draw the line mm -hmm. does it make sense yeah 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 Yeah. i feel like these are logical i feel like like if you're in the autopilot seat of life you're just going to like let this go but I feel like questioning, like what we're doing right now, is the is like the healthy way to progress because mm -hmm. you see where the holes are. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. The worst thing I hate is when they're like, they're like, "Oh yeah, bring your opinion," and then you bring this opinion what we're talking about here, and they're like, "Oh, it's mean." Like it's not mean; it's like a reality. Come on, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But you don't want to talk about it because mm -hmm. it's mean. Like what? True. Yeah. Like we're we're really gonna avoid all negativity in our lives. That's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Impossible. Like, like how can you possibly say we are equal when you look at us and we're obviously different? Mm -hmm. You know, like you're brown, I'm lighter tanned. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's right there. But you guys are equal. Like internally, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But no, you know what this is? This is um, this is logical paradoxes. Okay, you know in yoga how we kept talking about like um, there's the self and then the higher self, mm -hmm. but then if you don't understand the context there, like what do you mean by higher self? It's just one self, right? It's like no, like there's like your ideas, and then there's like the you that's 
separate from ideas. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's like a logical paradox. But that that requires a level of understanding for people to comprehend. It sounds paradoxical, but it's logical if you understand mm-hmm. the whole. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yoga, there's yeah, there's you attached to your. There's like subtleties, subtle yeah, differences. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I feel like that's what these. Well, they say nuances. So there's nuances to that self and self, right? Like higher self, lower self. And I feel like with these issues, there are nuances to it too, but we're not willing to look at the nuances. Mm-hmm. Like when you say like, what do you mean? Like on both sides, like, what do you mean we're all different? What do you mean we're all the same? But they don't understand like, but they're I not mean, in internally our... the same. No, I know. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- again, that already... That already shows us that we're not equal because you're not understanding what I'm trying to say. Exactly. I've proven my point, <laughs> you know. I don't know. All right. How best do you say this? Maybe you can tell me. Like, you know mathematics when you're doing a proof? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know a better example of this. And I'm like, maybe you can help me with this. But like um, when you're doing a proof in mathematics, right, two equations have to equal the same thing. That's what a mathematical proof is. And if you don't get it right, then it does. It's not true. Yeah, it's not a true statement. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like by default, if if you look at the reductionist point of view, that even if the the very fact that we don't see eye to eye shows our difference, it means that I'm correct. So so you want to talk about equality, and I'm saying that there's no equality. Right. Right. All right. Let me break it down. We'll say it's lower. Were you, another person is saying we're all equal and I'm saying we're not equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, just the very, the I, very fact yeah, yeah. that we're, we're disconnecting shows me that I'm correct and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. But like, how can you be right? And I'm wrong. But I'm like, but by default, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, the yeah, lowest yeah. comment, like it naturally makes me correct because you're championing something that you've proven my point on. Yeah, because you just you just proved. It I don't know how to say we, that. Though. Yeah, 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 you just proved it as you said it. Like when you disagreed with me, that makes it. it, it that means it, it that we're different. Self-evident or something. I'm trying to figure out the word yeah, because yeah. like it happens a lot to me, and I'm just like, oh, it's just this. Like I just want to figure out the word so I can be like, oh, it's this. And then they Google mm. the word, like, oh, okay, I get yeah. the definition. Because because it happens a lot. I'm like I'm. <laughs> I often say like I win. Like when I'm like talking yeah, yeah, yeah. to someone and they're like, well, how'd you win? And I'm like, well, you've proven my point. They're like, well, how can you prove my-? like exactly that? It's like, <laughs> like they don't see that by default you've undid your point and I won. Right, right, right. I don't know. There's you a know? word for that. It's like a yeah, reductionist yeah. point of view. Like you're trying to reduce it to the lowest. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If somebody's listening to this right now, please message one of us because this is killing me. <laughs> I just I need a word for it because it happens a lot where it's like I'm looking at the lowest common denominator, like the principle. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I don't know the word for it. Yeah, but you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But they don't get that they're wrong by that. They're like, well, you can't have won because I still have my point. I'm like, yeah, you can solve your point. I just won because mm-hmm. you've proven my point. Right. You know? Yeah. That's why, like, verbiage is so important, man. <laughs> if you... what I, I use, like, um, like, 
biggish sounding words and one guy got mad at me on social media he's like he's like oh like why didn't you just say this and he said like three words i'm like because it took me one where it took you three <laughs> you know it's like why why would i waste my time if i just knew the word it's like it's easier right right but people are like oh you're pretentious I'm like no it's just but there's more of a, efficiency but, bro but there's more efficiency. of a self-reflection on them though, right right it's like why did you get mad at the one word bro? <laughs> No, no, you know what I said? In response, I was like, great, now you can use my word too. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what it means. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, save yourself some time. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was myopic. I said myopic, which is like nearsighted. He's like, why didn't you just say nearsighted? I'm like, nearsighted. Myopic. <laughs> it's one word. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what time are we at? Oh, we're or, an hour in now. Okay, okay, last last thing. Um, okay, so cultural programming is super interesting to me. So I watched Donnie Yen's interview and he was he was going through like his movie highlights, right? Like his like Donnie Yen, who's that? Again? Are the movies. What did he Donnie Yen, the martial arts guy, like freaking Star Wars. Oh him. Blind the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I don't know his yeah, name. Right? I don't know his name. Yeah, true, true. I mean, yeah, martial arts, that's why I know him. Um, but so, okay, so he, I was watching his thing, and he's like, I won't take any movies that deal with things that don't uphold my values. So, like, family, um, mm. you know, warrior code, resilience, stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, those are upstanding values to look up to. Like, you, you want to personify those traits. Right. And maybe that's why people who watch those things in those cultures, we, we feel a sense of like honor. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be honorable, me personally, I want to be honorable, but that's probably because of my cultural programming right? Yeah, you know, yeah. through like martial arts movies, anime. So I saw Creed three yesterday. I know you didn't want to watch it, but it was kind of like that too is a redemption story, but it was based off of trauma. So mm -hmm. the main character, he, he grew up in a group home. He got beat. He saw the guy on the street. He has an anger issue, so he started beating up the guy. His friend pulls out a gun. Police show up. Michael B. Jordan runs away, like as a kid, and then his friend goes to jail. Right. This is the storyline, right? And then his friend comes back, wants to become champion, becomes champion, and then Michael B. Jordan has to fight him. I won't explain why. But that whole thing was rooted around trauma. Mm -hmm. Right? So they try and, like, talk about the warrior spirit through trauma whereas donnie yen in asian cultures warrior spirit through honor not trauma right you know i want to protect my family that's why mm -hmm. i want to protect my citizens that's why whereas this one's like i want to i want to uh forget about the past and overcome the past because i had a lot of trauma as a kid and i was beaten seems like more ego driven though. ego thank you yeah totally totally yeah it's the self versus the higher self. So like <laughs> yeah. Western, right? Western Canada is more self-oriented, mm -hmm. whereas Eastern, I'm sorry, Western world is more self-oriented, lower self, ego-driven, whereas like Eastern cultures is more higher self-driven. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean for society? Because you're going to watch that one movie and you'll be like, like, yeah, I'm a, I run the streets, but then now... I can one day become rich because that was essentially the story, you know. <laughs> okay. like, you know, and then like Donnie Yen's movies are like, I want to protect the ones I love. Mm -hmm. So you're watching both, and you're like, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we setting ourselves up psychologically for failure here? Right, right, right. Because they're both warrior stories. Mm-hmm. But the way that they explain it was like you took two different paths, bro. Yeah, I think I think it just this is what works with the this audience, right? It's like right, who is your I, audience, right? For sure, but but we have to realize the power of media and how it can program a young person's mind. No, I understand that. But this right. is all, I understand that, but this is a business though, right? Capitalism. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally, totally. So it's like, we're going to make the most money. <laughs> it's not, it may not be as uh, profitable, let's say, if that was the, that honorable type of story um, yep. in, in Western culture. Okay. Um, you just made me think of something else, but okay. So you're right. It's more profitable. And if you look at Eastern cultures, their version of Hollywood, they don't make a lot of money. I was listening to him talk. He's like, yeah, we didn't, we didn't really get paid too much for that. Mm-hmm. Whereas here you're a multi-million dollar star. So it's all based off of money, right? Yep. So you're setting up psychologically people for failure in the pursuit of money, mm-hmm. right? Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't rather take a hit and be like, well, this is going to program young minds. So I kind of want to... I think it all like, depends. Like, yeah, but it, it, again, it depends... I think for big budget things is generally it's for money. Yeah. For sure. I agree with you. And if you look at like Kendrick Lamar, who like didn't really care about the money, he's like, he still lives pretty regular. I mean, he has a mansion, whatever, but like he put out what means something to him. And all of his work is about reprogramming young minds Mm -hmm. for positivity. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm, I like Kendrick Lamar. Okay. So you said like all in the pursuit of money. Did you see that post where it's like, where do we go so wrong? And you have, Rome, and then you have like regular apartment buildings. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, you saw that meme, right? Mm -hmm. So, I feel like with the movie industry, that's so what we just talked about is so related to that because the only reason why we moved away from those amazing architecture things is because of fiat currency, which is fake money, so you can make as much money as you want and investing, Mm -hmm. which is what you were talking about, profit. Like fiat currency and investing are the foundation for profit. Mm -hmm. And if you're just looking at profit rather than the benefit of your culture, it doesn't matter if you'll sacrifice the lamb for the bigger payday Mm -hmm. later. You know what I mean? Like we're we're like the sacrificial lamb for them to have a banquet. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like everything's connected to the money, right? Like if but if you if, if you're not making the money, then you're you're gonna have to close up business and a bunch of people lose jobs. Let's say. Whereas, what I'm saying is, in Asian countries, it's not really about the money, mm-hmm. and because it's not about the money, that's why you can do things like so, look out for the so rest that of would, your yeah. So that would probably mean like if to get the money, if it's like government funded. Where it doesn't communism, where it doesn't matter uh, how much money you make, right? It's not mm-hmm. about the profit now. It's you're getting funded from the government, so you can do your projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Communism. <laughs> so maybe that is like, I don't know. Like, the more I think about it, I keep talking about like kingdoms and communism. And I'm like, is that the better way? Because most people don't really understand what's going on or have like, you know. Mm-hmm. This is a totally different topic for a different time because we're I'm running out of time here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but do you do you see what I'm like do you see this like uh we're heading towards an iceberg effect? 
Like, it's like, wait a minute, guys. If we're just focusing on profit, there's so many ramifications off of this. Our housing system is terrible, right? Mm -hmm. It's so expensive. And for, like, dilapidated places, you know? Yeah. We were driving past his apartment building, and I was like, like, when you're playing this game, like, how much do you think it'll cost? And I was like, oh, it's probably, like, 500 bucks. Because it looks super, like, dilapidated. 1,800. And I was like, what? This place looks so trash, bro. Right, right, right. Why would you live there, you know? But it's like the pursuit of profit. Mm -hmm. We can charge more money. We can, you know. Maybe capitalism unrestrained can be. Unrestrained, yeah. Yeah, you need, it has to be regulated or. um... Yeah, there there needs to be some sort of like balance here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had one more thing which I totally forgot what it was. Yeah, anyways, um Yeah, anything else about that or thoughts? Um Well, like the art movies is generally where the thinking is, but it Yeah, it's true. It, yeah. It, but it doesn't work for everybody, right? Yeah. Maybe, so. maybe if it's if you keep people on a lower level. Wait, actually, well, we'll think about this. This is trippy, right? No, this is like <laughs> this is getting conspiracy theory here. But maybe if you keep people on the lowest level of self actualization, like the Maslow's hierarchy, just thinking about food, water, shelter. That's why prices are getting crazy. Oh, dude, I went to Wendy's yesterday, and we, me and your brother, and I got this combo, right? The baconator combo. The fries were so much smaller. They gave you a small instead of a regular pop, and the burger was tiny. And I was like, wait, it's the same price, though. Right, I guess the alternative is you jack the price up. <laughs> but, like, wait a minute. If we keep everyone on, like, a um, survival state, like, let me just make enough money to pay for this. Let me just make it, you know, then you have no time for self-actualization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some drawbacks to it. Yeah, there. Are, I'm not saying that it's conspiratorial it just it just happened it's like yeah. it's like the the racism thing where we're yeah. like is the outdoors industry racist no it just happened yeah, yeah. to work out that way mm-hmm. like i don't think anyone's like really i don't think anyone i think it's more a symptom of incompetence than it is um or like no future planning like the right. incompetence like yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. looked ahead like what would this mm-hmm. actually do yeah we're just trying to like keep the keep the train moving forward yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah like like lockdowns right for covid nobody thought what's that gonna do for people psychologically we're like oh we'll deal with that later mm-hmm. i mean obviously they're trying to contain a virus whatever whatever but like we're moving at such a rapid speed for everything Right. That if you don't take time to like slow down, you're just going to like crash the train. Yeah, that's generally, yeah, that's where art is supposed to come in to kind to of try and re- rectify things. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not no, like, totally. no, but it's not like every single art, right? You, of course, there's going to be big budget movies that's just meant for profit. But there are other movies, the independent ones, that try yeah. to. You know, but again, it's like their audience is very small. Like Atlanta, mm-hmm. like um, Donald Glover's thing, like yeah. you people, 
like they're they're saying real things, mm-hmm. but no, it's not commercially accepted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Commercially, and there's so uh, much more out there that you could just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just so much more out there that you can like melt your brain with. Yeah, and there's so much now, right? Yeah, that's what they're yeah. saying. Yeah, like now we're going. It wasn't just Netflix. Now, now we got Apple TV. We got like HBO. We got um, uh, Disney Plus, right? And all that kind of stuff. So it's like, <laughs> but but I don't think that people are necessarily like I don't think this is planned. But it's just because nobody's looking at the foresight of too much content. It's like because we're just like oh let's just make more content, make more money. But it's like, what does that do to people? It's like you start drowning out the real messages. Like you mm-hmm. were saying, like the art is being pushed down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, how much time we got? I'm looking at the time. I really have to get ready for jujitsu. But oh, we're one hour fifteen in. So. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Last thing. Because I remember what I want to say. Sorry to cut that last topic short, but this is really cool by Guy Ritchie. So I re-listened to Guy Ritchie and Joe Rogan, and I was like, oh, cool. Like. He was saying like a lot of insightful things, but one thing that he said was every story, every single story is a redemption story. Mm-hmm. And then he said, um, look at the prodigal son, the story of the prodigal son. Do you know the story of the prodigal son? Maybe. Okay, I'll, I'll, just repeat right, I'll give you the story. Yeah. All right. So the, this rich dad has two sons. Okay. Okay. And this is like a story in the Bible. And one son, he gives his inheritance to both sons. And one son leaves, spends all the inheritance, becomes like tied up in a lot of bad things. Whereas the other son stays with the father, keeps his inheritance, and helps him build the the uh, empire. Mm-hmm. So then the son who left, he can't make it in the world. So he comes back and then the father welcomes him home but the other son's like dad what's going on like i was here with you the whole time why are you letting him into the house and he's like well he was lost and now he's found that's the story of the prodigal son okay if you take it literally it's very confusing you're like well why did he accept him yeah Yeah, you should accept that's what i was thinking as a kid i was like yeah you should just accept the one that was with you the whole time no why would you bring this person Mm in guy richie said it like this it's actually a story of self-realization mm-hmm. so you are the father and then you have one which is your ego he didn't say the ego super ego part i added i'm adding this in because i'm like oh this actually way, makes way more sense. Or it's like tied so your your dad is like the super ego right it's like your highest self okay the ego yeah, yeah. is the safe one which is the son that stayed mm-hmm. but then you have the id that leaves does all the craziness and has to come back. Mm-hmm. You have to find yourself by losing yourself. Right. And that's why when he comes back, he gets accepted because it's like, no, you did all the crazy things in the world and now you're back. Mm-hmm. That makes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a mind blow. And then it made me think of my own story because it's like, I was like, I was at my cousin's debut and they introduced me as so dumb like the adventurous herbal dreams and i was like okay like sure but it's like no because they see me as a wild child yeah 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 right i'm the i'm the prodigal son that came back Mm -hmm. i like i did like all that traveling like did martial arts yoga like made no sense right but now i'm like in an actual field of work that i studied in university Mm -hmm. i had to come back home right like with the 
you know, I feel like we all need to do that. We all need to find ourselves. Remember they talked about that like growing up, like, oh, you're just trying to find yourself. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the story of the prodigal son. Yeah. True. Yeah. Just want to throw that out there because I thought it was really cool. It's like you can look at stories superficially or you can look at them as more metaphorically. Exactly. And maybe everyone's just looking at life super literally. They're not looking at metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. not like looking at that high level view. And that's why we're running to these issues of like, why is recession crazy? Why can we not afford houses? Why is prices for food going up like nuts? Because mm-hmm. there was no foresight, you know? We're all looking at it like, we just need to solve this one problem. And we just need to solve this one problem. We're not looking at the root cause or the overarching picture. Right. Agree? Uh, I saw like a video, which was like back in the 80s. It was the same okay. thing that was going on even at that time. Oh, really? What we're talking about? Yeah, no, no. What I mean is like, oh, uh-huh. housings are too expensive. But at that time, oh. it was like 300000 for a house, right? Or something like that. Oh, so you're saying we're just playing out history yeah, over just, and yeah, over yeah. and over. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah, ironic. Like inflation was there. Like all that stuff was there at the, the same time too. Oh, that's ironic. And, and it was like, I was like watching this. I was like, this is like today's news. <laughs> oh, that's kind of ironic because it's like, we think we've evolved, but it's, we've just, we're back in the same spot. Maybe this is what reincarnation is, mm-hmm. you know, like in the, in the more metaphorical sense of reincarnation, like you have a kid and then these problems still perpetuate. Yeah. They have a kid. These problems still perpetuate. We're just on this vicious cycle. If you take the yoga terms of samsara, which is mm-hmm. like birth and death, birth and death, birth and death, yeah. until you reach like moksha, you know, you liberate yourself from this like this spiraled mm-hmm. ridiculousness. One day somebody will figure out that we need to slow down and right. like maybe that's what all the evil people were, bro. Thanos. Not Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Snap. Mm-hmm. Half the world died. Yeah. Maybe he was the one who realized, like, wait, we need to slow down with people. <laughs> Snap. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He made a lot of sense in that movie. Not saying we should do it. I'm just saying you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Point. No, yeah, we understood his point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what okay, makes a I good read, villain. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, totally. Where you're like, I kind of, which is what was good with the Creed movie yesterday. Mm-hmm. I watched it. Me and your brother watched it. We came out of the movie. We're like, I agree with the bad guy. <laughs> Like, it made no sense. Like, Michael B. Jordan's character left him, and then his friend wanted to become boxing champ. It's like, wouldn't you want to support your friend? Mm-hmm. But he didn't. Right. That's why he right. fought him again. Right. So you watch the movie, you're kind of like, you're kind of the bad guy, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Anyways. Uh, all right, I have to go. Great chat, as always. Uh, till next time. Any last words? No. I don't know. Those are the best words. All right. Take easy. Till next time. Peace. Peace. Bye. 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 All right. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, Be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things. And check out our sponsors, Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, fish. Peace.